scab for the bosses don't listen to their lies as poor folks haven't got a chance lest we organize which balls. side are you on <laughs> balls just balls just balls just testicles um Huge swangin', swangin', schlangin', slangin', the thangin'. That's why those thang, that thang, thangin', uh-huh. you know? Yeah. That thang, thangin'. <laughs> That's what I've always said. <laughs> yeah. Um, happy May Day. Happy May Day. By the way, friends and workers yes. of the world. I was working on our Instagram post about it, and then I was at the doctor and I had to stop. But it's it's about to be posted, everyone. <laughs> it's coming. So Keep your eyes peeled. Check out that Instagram story. <laughs> um, yeah. Workers of the world unite, fucking unions, yeah. rock. Kill your boss. Kill your boss. <laughs> All the things. In Minecraft, kill your boss. Yes, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly murder your boss mm-hmm. is what we're saying. Or perhaps in the um, early 2000s popular online game called Second Life, um, which will come into play a little bit later. Really? Wow, okay, <laughs> yes. okay. I was more of a Club Penguin person myself. Me too, but... yeah. <clears throat> I feel I like, like I was too young yeah. for Second Life when it came out. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like on the tail end of MySpace, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had a MySpace for like maybe a year or a year and a half. Same. Before it was like Facebook kind of took over, you know? Exactly. So I feel like that was, yeah. Because I feel like Second Life and MySpace kind of all were like very hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Like. And then there's that other one. It started with a Z. I don't remember. I don't know. There's another like... You know, what would you even call those? Like, like RPG kind of? Yeah, game, RPG, like lifestyle game yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Did you ever play Habbo Hotel? Yeah, that one, <laughs> that one was good too. Yeah, yeah. And it was, the, it was like all like those ones. There was another one with a Z, but I yeah, can't remember what it was called. There was a called. lot of those. There was a lot of those. I was actually watching a YouTube video today on one that was called like uh, Miss Bimbo. And it was like supposed to be like a parody on like, I don't know valley girls or whatever uh-huh. so you'd have to like go and get like uh plastic surgery and stuff to like <laughs> meet your goals and like fulfill oh challenges God. and all this stuff yeah that that existed yeah <laughs> it's like the kim kardashian like yeah phone app game. yeah love the kim kardashian phone app game <laughs> phone app game <laughs> well folks <clears throat> um i'm phoebe i am uh not phoebe actually true well well I mean, you kind of we're kind of the same person true i i do uh like i'm taylor by day but like phoebe kind of by night you true. know like i kind of assume the alter ego of phoebe mm-hmm. we yeah. like freaky friday switch places true. at dawn yeah dawn every yeah. every dawn <laughs> <laughs> i feel you know it's like phoebe is more of like a concept at this point right yeah. versus like a person's so like i'm phoebe you're phoebe yeah we are collectively Phoebe, lives Phoebe. Within all of us. Exactly. You have to unlock your inner Phoebe. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But my name is Taylor it by is Taylor. day. His, you know, my, the name of his vessel. My my Christian name is Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> um and the Christian name of this podcast is Remarks. <laughs> that is the Christian name of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, the Christians I hear, I love it. I hear we're big oh, with the Christians. Oh, yeah. From That's like our biggest audience, what for I've sure. Heard, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, so this week, we're talking a little bit more connected with what we were talking about last week. And I am covering Woo-hoo. Edward Snowden. 
Uh, the goat of the week. Goat who of the week. Fucking exposed the NSA. So yeah. Yeah. Fuck the NSA. Amen. True. Breach. Breach. Well, <laughs> shall I jump into it? Please do. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mentioned Edward Snowden in last week's episode as the man who had revealed information about the NSA to several journalists. And so this week I want to get a little more in depth about him and why is he important. Um, So Edward began his career in the government in 2003 when he enlisted in the Iraq War. Having only a few options because of his trouble committing himself in high school, joining the military was something that Edward thought would be a good use of his time and something honorable that he could do. He saw what had been happening um, in Iraq under the rule of Saddam Hussein, and he wanted to help the Iraqis get their freedom from an oppressive leader. He said, quote, I wanted to fight in the Iraq war because I felt like I had an obligation as a human being to help free people from oppression. Um, And I actually was listening to a podcast with him today, and he was talking about like how he used to be kind of this like wide eyed, like the government can never hurt us kind of person Mm -hmm. because like we all were. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, like, want you to think that. They train you to think exactly. that. Exactly. Like, yeah. They're like the used car dealership of, or car, like, salesmen of, uh-huh. uh, I don't know, institutions, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, it only took a couple of months into Edward's military career to realize that he had become part of a corrupt organization that was also responsible for oppression. Quote, most of the people training us seemed pumped up about killing Arabs, not helping anyone. Yeah. So that kind of <laughs> spells it all out for you. That's, that's how it be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Edward actually ended up breaking both of his legs in a training accident during, like, basic Jesus training. Christ. I know, which sounds fucking horrible. That's, I mean, you can't. <laughs> You're done so. Yeah. So then he was subsequently discharged, which honestly was probably a good thing. Yeah. Um... Edward's entire family worked for the government in one way or another. His father was a coast guard, his mother was a court clerk, and his sister was a lawyer. Um, And his granddad worked for the FBI and was at the Pentagon on September 11th, 2001. Wow. And so, yeah, I know. So Edward said that because of this, he felt that it was expected of him to take a job in government. And so after his military stint, he went on to do security for an NSA research center in Maryland. Um, And this got his foot in the door with the NSA and kind of began his cyber surveillance career. So then in 2006, Snowden attended a job fair for U.S. intelligence agencies and was offered a job with the CIA and IT security. Edward quickly proved himself as a technology genius. Literally, he scored above 145 on two separate IQ tests. Damn. Um, so this bitch smart. This, this bitch be kind of fucking smart, dude. <laughs> kind of like... Shoddy, hey, what does that brain do? <laughs> <laughs> um, Edward Snowden's brain is like that meme with the guy and his huge brain is like yeah. the chair and then it morphs into another guy that he's playing yeah. chess with and the chessboard is also his brain. Yeah. That's Edward Snowden. I, I, I could see it for yeah, sure. That's kind of sure. always what I assumed you looked like. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> Um, So he rose in positions quickly And then by 2007 he was on a diplomatic mission In Geneva, Switzerland As the top technical cybersecurity expert Um, And then in 2008 Snowden supported Obama at the NATO summit in Romania So he became like big deal fucking dude Very Mm -hmm. quickly Um, Edward's time in Switzerland working for the CIA was when he really began to see the shader inner workings of the organization. 
Snowden claims this is fucking wild and right. it's probably true. Snowden claims that the CIA, who was hoping to recruit a Swiss banker as an informant, got the banker drunk and then encouraged him to drive home. <laughs> and when the man was... Oh, I just lost my point. They, so they wanted to get him to be an informant. Yes. So they got him drunk and then were like, drive home yep. so that he could die? I don't... Well, <laughs> so they... <laughs> They get him drunk, they encourage him to drive home, and then when he's arrested for drunk driving, this CIA agent, who had kind of been, like, his buddy mm. at the bar, being like, hey, man, drink more, he, like, shows up, I guess, to, like, bail him out or something. I don't know. I couldn't find, like, deep details. But yeah. basically, it was like, I'll help you out if you help us out. Oh, shit. If he would agree to be an informant for the CIA. Fucking on stupid. <laughs> Swiss bank secrets. Ah. Uh, yeah. That's, I mean, what a... I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was true because, yeah. I mean, the CIA has done more insane things than that. <laughs> exactly. So that's, I feel like that's just like bottom of the barrel what I would expect yeah. the CIA to do. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> um, and so it was this incident and the information that Edward now had access to with his clearance levels that made him begin to make plans for exposing the secrets of the intelligence agencies. With the election of Obama, Snowden started to feel hopeful that maybe something would change, <laughs> like a lot uh, of us did. Lovely. Sorry, Ed. Young Edward Snowden. Yeah. <laughs> young, naive man. <laughs> Poor young Edward. Yeah. Um, Obama had promised during his campaign to make changes to the surveillance state, and just like a lot of us... Um, before living in America hardened us into filthy communists, <laughs> Snowden had believed in Obama's message. Yeah. And so he kind of like staved off um, unveiling all of this info that he had for a while, which honestly it was a good thing because it led to like him being able to collect a lot more information yeah. on the NSA later on. Um and then he also said that he had felt conflicted about exposing the CIA because all the information that he had to expose the CIA with was about, like, individual people. Mm -hmm. And so if he were to try and, like, give information about the CIA, he would be then also giving information about these people, like, deep personal information. Yeah, so it was like, what do you do in that situation, you True. know? That's tough, because then it kind of turns into, like, a witch hunt, too. Like, right, you know, right. Like, oh, well, this person did this. And, like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I get yeah. where he's coming from. Yeah, it would have kind of, like just started this whole thing and he had mm -hmm. said which he this is what he ends up doing he had said that like he didn't want to expose anything except for like the mechanisms of which the government was using to glean information yeah, off people for sure um and so following this so obama's all like don't worry we're gonna take care of this but then of course he literally turned around and did exactly the opposite of what he said and increased surveillance. <laughs> Love it. Um, <laughs> and so this really pushed Edward over the edge to be like, I have to do something. Um, and he said, quote, you can't wait around for someone else to act. I had been looking for leaders, but I realized that leadership is about being the first to act. Based Snowden. Based. Yeah. <laughs> That's based. <laughs> yeah. Edward Broden. Edward Broden, more I like. I think I said that joke last week, but. It still stands. It's still, it's, it's just still as good. True. Yeah. <laughs> Slaps just as hard. Just as hard. <laughs> um, and so following this work with the CIA, sorry, I had a hiccup. Snowden became a contracted worker for Dell, the computer company, um, and he took a position with an NS NSA 
facility in Tokyo, where most of his focus was on mass surveillance in China. Mm. <laughs> and these studies made him go, no, wait, just one minute. Because <laughs> it's like literally we're doing the same thing. Like yeah. the U.S. is also a mass surveillance state. Hello. Mm-hmm. So he's like reading all of this shit about like the mass surveillance that goes on in China and being like, I worked for the fucking CIA. We the do the same, same shit. Thing. I'm working for the NSA right now. His boss is like, yeah, those terrible, those <laughs> terrible uh, commies over in China. And he's like, sir, uh, we, s- sir, excuse me. Oh, I uh, hate the fucking commie. Uh, sir. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> literally. Me? He's like, uh, but. Did, Question. <laughs> did they just copy and paste our rules? Because. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people did and have. <laughs> True. Looking at you, Germany, during World War II, copying so much of what (laughs) America had done. Not only did they copy what America had done, um, there was certain people in the, not this is a a tangent, there were certain Nazis that were like, wow, America's a little too gnarly with how they treat black people. They're a little too insane. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, there was some shit about, like, if you had, like, one drop of, like, black blood in you or whatever, you couldn't, like do a bunch of things you yeah know, you yeah like yeah that's right considered that but like they were like oh that's a little too intense like we don't want to we don't want to kill all like every person that has like jewish blood like we just want the the big jews out of here you know <laughs> yeah fuck it's, it's really nice and like comforting yeah it's wholesome mm-hmm. um you know it's like it's fun when you like your little brother copies you you know like you, yeah like, you want to you listen to a band and then like your younger brother listens to a band yeah, and you're like yeah. oh like i showed him this band yeah you it's, commit a mass genocide of people and then mm-hmm. your little german brother also commits a mass genocide True. of people it's basically the same thing. yeah it's like it's aww, aww, heartwarming exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh good oh, stuff oh yikes um and so uh, Snowden, using his position through Dell, he climbed up the sort of corporate security ladder and he garnered higher and higher security clearance levels, collecting more and more information about U.S. surveillance. Um, and this actually he's spoken about this. It's, it was kind of interesting for him because it's like he's in order to release all of the information that he knows is there. He kind of has to like play the game. And it's yeah. like it's this shitty dichotomy of being in this um which we'll get to a little bit later, this other sort of step that he takes. Mm -hmm. So he's able to get these higher and higher um, security clearance levels, and he gets more and more information about the U.S. Um, And so then he starts secretly making copies of the documents that he has access to and saving them in preparation for exposing the CIA and NSA. And so this is where, like, a lot of the documents that you can see now, this is where they came from, was, like, his time during Dell, he was just making these, like, somehow saving them in a way that yeah. they wouldn't fucking figure it out. Um, I, I mean, know. he's smart. So I don't know. I'm Tech sure shit. he can figure yeah, it out. Yeah, he's a literal yeah. genius. So. We'll ask Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> How did Edward Snowden do this? Yeah. Uh, and then Daniel will explain it and we'll be like, cool. Okay. Don't know what that means. <laughs> something about hydrating containers. Yeah. I know like that's that. a thing that cybersecurity people have to do. Mm. All right. Word. Don't know what it means. But. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Um, and so Snowden's final straw at Dell um, and his decision to move to full-time espionage was, as Snowden describes, quote, seeing the director of national intelligence, James Clapper, lie directly under oath to Congress. And so it was during a 2013 hearing for the United States Senate 
Select Committee on Intelligence. Again, they have like the longest fucking names for this shit. Oh, it's yeah. so it's annoying. Always, it's, and it's yeah. like committee under committee and like sneaky committee over mm-hmm. here that has like another really long name so that you can never know like actually who controls what and well, yeah. what they're fucking doing. I mean, and that kind of shit is like not even, I mean, the government sucks about that shit for sure, but it's the same fucking bullshit with like weird, like companies do that shit all the time where there's like, you know, all the like one mother company owns all these like little mm-hmm. things that like do different things like i feel like oil companies are really oh bad my about God, it like yes. they like will put like their assets in this other company that like does this shitty thing so that it, like doesn't tie back to them mm-hmm. and like i don't know it's it's just how like bureaucracy fucking yeah bullshit it's goes. true <laughs> it's true well yeah i mean we talked about it when we were talking about the Mormon church, like mm-hmm. their whole thing <laughs> is exactly that. Yeah, no, for sure. It's just, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. It's cool. Sexy. It's fun. <laughs> it's so sexy, dude. <laughs> Super sexy. Yeah. Um, and so it was during a 2013 hearing for, oh yes, right. As I was just saying, this really long fucking name, the United States Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, where James Clapper was asked by Senator Ron Wyden, quote, quote, does the NSA collect any type of data at all on millions or hundreds of millions of Americans? <laughs> Clapper says, no, sir. Wyden, it does not. <laughs> Clapper says, not wittingly. There are cases where they could inadvertently perhaps collect, but not wittingly. <laughs> Which we know it is not true. Complete From bullshit. the shit that we did last yeah. week. They, they were full of, fully aware. 100%. Their their company policy is like if you see some data, take you it. Might as well grab it. <laughs> like, yeah, why the fuck know. not? Yeah, you never know. Also, um, Clapper, I hardly know her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I you know oh, can't can't let it pass. You, wanna... you have to. You have to. Whenever you have those opportunities, just like it's, the NSA would tell you, you have those opportunities, exactly. take them. You got to take it. If you, <laughs> and that's, I mean, you know, saying Clapper, I hardly know, like saying I hardly know her jokes and stealing millions of people's mm-hmm. data mm-hmm. are the two things I'm best at. Actually, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah. Um, You know who else is really good at stealing data? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Tell me. Uh, anchor podcaster streaming. <laughs> oh <laughs> Just yeah, kidding. Actually, that could actually be true. So it, I'm, uh, it's it's possible, I suppose. That but is at just the same a joke, time, and I'm not suggesting anything true here. <laughs> <laughs> but also at the same time, we kind of give them the data. I mean, like it's true. You know, willingly. Yeah, willingly. What you gonna do, anchor? You gonna fire us? Yeah, we'll go to some other fucking podcast. Exactly. You gonna fire service. us from the job that we literally do it for you yeah like, we make the content for you yeah. and you just upload it like yeah, yeah. give us point point zero zero one percentage yeah of the and we literally advertise yeah. for you like just <laughs> yeah, for free like true. or for very <laughs> small you're about amounts to listen yeah. to right now <laughs> it's true it's true anyway anyway anchor <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ariana Grande's here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, weird. Guest appearance by Ariana Grande? Like, what's what's up? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, me and Ariana go back. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, 
when I met her, she was Cat because victorious. But that was, you know, <laughs> true. Yeah, you and Cat are very Me close. And Kat, we're, we were, we go way back. <laughs> oh man, yeah, the rise of Ariana Grande is like so funny to think about. It's crazy because, and granted, I know a lot about this I subject because I've watched <laughs> so many YouTube videos about uh, Nickelodeon sitcoms. <laughs> But um, <laughs> but I grew up watching them, so I think yeah, they're interesting. It is. But uh, it's interesting because I feel like Nickelodeon really thought that like Victoria Justice was gonna be like mm-hmm. the big one, and they gave her like all the stuff. Yeah. And then just it didn't happen yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. Which I think is very funny. Yeah, uh, like Ariana <laughs> kind of like went off and did her own thing, and then it was just yeah. like, oh shit, nobody's looking at Victoria Justice anymore. Sorry. Sorry, Vicky. Yeah, I mean. She seems to be doing okay. I think she's, but I think she's fucking fine. I think she's. I think she'll be okay. <laughs> but uh, she's got that fucking uh, Nickelodeon money. Yeah, I just find it funny that Ariana Grande was like the breakout star, mm-hmm. and like she did like the thing that not a lot of like um, teen teen kids show actresses do, where mm-hmm. they like again like they they go on past their like yes. prime as like a Nickelodeon yes. actor, you know? Because I feel like. I can't really think of another person besides her and, like, Miley Cyrus that have, like, ascended to exactly. that point, you know? Yeah, where it's, like, when you say their name, you're not thinking of her and Victorious. You're, like, Ariana Grande, the famous pop the singer. The famous pop singer. Yeah. Miley Cyrus, the, like, famous singer. Yeah. You, like, might think of ha- Hannah Montana, like, for a sec. Yeah. But, like, you know what else she's done. Yeah, you know? you're, like, oh, she's she's more than that. Yeah, exactly. But Victoria Justice, oh, Victorious. But, it, like, if I say Drake Bell, yeah. you just think Drake and Josh. Like, exactly. Or you think grooming underage women but maybe not the best thing to be known for after that <laughs> oh yikes or drake campania because he I, yeah. moved away to get away from all of his sexual all assault allegations, allegations. Woo! He moved to mexico he yeah. fucking fled the country as one does i mean i feel like moving to mexico or going to mexico is almost like as incriminating as just pleading guilty for what you did <laughs> right because like, like the minute you go there everybody's like yeah you did, you did what the you thing did. Yeah. you did the thing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh fave fave thing i love it speaking of doing the thing let's talk about the thing that the nsa did <laughs> Sorry, was that good no was that, that was great segue? that was a really good <laughs> uh Brian. so we left off um Edward Snowden was working for Dell, doing, like, contract work for the NSA through Dell, um, and the fucking main dude for the director of national intelligence, James Clapper, literally lied out his asshole to the fucking Congress. Um, And so what Snowden had to say about this uh, was that it was definitely a lie, (laughs) Because what he had discovered while working for Dell is that the NSA is, quote, intent on making every conversation and every form of behavior in the world known to them. (laughs) Which is exactly, exactly. Exactly what they, yeah. Yeah. I mean. The whole, that's the On the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) Could (laughs) So Edward quit Dell and then he took the opportunity to get much closer to the NSA, taking a position at Booz Allen Hamilton. Um, working as a contracted consultant for the NSA. They're like a consulting firm or something. I don't know. One of those like Mm -hmm. kind of places. Um, (laughs) um, And it was during his time at Booz Allen Allen Hamilton that he collected the last bits of intel that he needed in order to expose the NSA. And so in May of 2013, 
13, yes. Edward told his superior that he would be needing to take a leave of absence due to a bout of epilepsy, um, which was mostly true. Mm -hmm. And then he told his girlfriend that he had to leave for work and that he would be gone for a few weeks, which was not true. (laughs) (laughs) So on May 20th, 2013, Edward boarded a plane and flew to Hong Kong, never to return back to the U.S. to this day. Crazy. Crazy. Um, so what had been happening in between those two things, um, earlier that year, Snowden had made connections with several journalists that he felt he could trust with this sensitive information. Mm -hmm. Um, Glenn Greenwald with The Guardian, Laura Poitras, who had written a New York Times article about another NSA whistleblower, William Binney. Um, and he had been in contact with them for like several months and, uh, it was... On oh my gosh, when is the date here? I just lost it. Oh. Ah, there it is. Okay. Um, so it was late May 2013, May 16th, and he told um all of these journalists, give me a couple days and then release the documents. And so that is when he boarded the plane, he gets to Hong Kong. And literally, it's like, while he's on the plane is when all these articles mm-hmm. come out. And he's like, bye-bye. He's really Homer Simpson <laughs> yeah, into he, the bush. Yeah. <laughs> into Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, and he had said that he chose Hong Kong because of their, like, their, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Their opposition to the Chinese government. Yeah. He felt like they were kind of viewed, like, uh security as a bit more important and surveillance as something that they didn't agree with so that was kind of his first idea yeah kind of a middle between china and the u.s Mm -hmm. and so um so he begins this sending of the documents and even after the articles had been sent or had been um posted more information was being sent to these journalists and he said this is like chilling he sends this message to the journalist saying that he knows that because of him releasing this information that his life is likely going to be in danger, mm-hmm. that their lives could be in danger, um, but that, like, no matter what happens, this information is going to continue coming to them. And he says, quote, all I can say right now is the U.S. government is not going to be able to cover this up by jailing or murdering me. Truth is coming and it cannot be stopped. Shit. Whoa. Woo. <laughs> yeah. It's always the Guardian, too. I feel like they always get, like, the hot scoops they on do. shit. They do. They do. they come up in mine. I mean, kind of. Yeah. It's the same thing, basically. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> and, like, I feel like pretty much any time, like, pretty much every week when I'm researching for what we're doing, there's some Guardian article. Yeah. And I always trust it because I feel like they don't give yeah, bullshit, you know? Usually pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure there's some criticism to be had, but, I mean, like... Yeah. Also, like, it's somewhat on a journal, like a journalist to journalist basis, too, you know? Like, yeah. Not every journalist who writes for, like, a big news company is going to be, like, exactly, tight, you know? But, yeah. but some of them are. Like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just depends. <laughs> um, so I kind of talked, I talked last week about the things that Edward had revealed um, the NSA phone list, where they literally just had, like, information on every single person yeah. who used, like, a major phone company at that time. Um, and then also with the Prism, um, 
program, which was like what they used to get intel on like all of these like foreign mm-hmm. deals that even it was like hospitals and shit, like personal ass information. Um, so I just have a couple of other really funny things that the fucking NSA did. Word. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so the NSA spied on users from Second Life. So that's where I was talking yeah. about that earlier. So yeah. literally fucking like no shade to Second Life users, but like dude in his mom's basement who's like, oh, I'm really buff on this video game. And they're mm-hmm. like spying on them. Yeah. It's so weird. It's I mean, it's GC content. I mean, yeah, I I mean know. what would the NSA? I mean, I, I've heard personally that terrorists are very frequent on second life absolutely yeah, yeah. that's like where they like, that's where they they meet at a cafe in second life to talk about their terrorist plans true yeah I for mean, sure that would make sense yeah because like, it's the most secure place probably ever mm-hmm. like i doubt that there's ever been any issues with like cyber security on second life nah not at all no definitely not the nsa spying on you no definitely not <laughs> Um, they also spied on users of xbox live and also world of warcraft <laughs> Not surprised. Honestly, the Xbox Live is funny because I'm sure they just heard so many slurs. Oh, yeah, that's oh, all Oh, my it God. Is. It's just, I mean, it's. I guess it's better now, maybe. I don't maybe. know. I don't really play, like, in online lobbies often. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Oh. But, yeah, like, that time, like. 2009 yeah. Xbox Live. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's just, just slurs. It's just teenage boys saying slurs. That's all it is. And yeah. that's, the, that's the content that the NSA is after. Oh, man. Um, And then they also used these sites to try and recruit informants <laughs> like fucking you're getting informants from world of warcraft mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like i'm just thinking about the dude that i dated who was like like almost like famous world of warcraft level oh, because shit. that's like all that he did <laughs> and like i'm like imagining him being like a fucking An informant, NSA for the NSA. informant like it's just hilarious god <laughs> um this is also this is fucking crazy and your brain is about to explode all right so uh snowden documents also released that nsa agents spied on their own quote-unquote love interests <laughs> yeah I, th- I think i did hear i've heard about this but yeah and the name for this um for this operation was called love int like love intel mm. yeah <laughs> lame. that's lame for sure a bunch of dorks but i'm not surprised that they yeah. would do that because literally who's gonna tell them not to yeah exactly it's yeah i've heard like these stories about like when all of this came out how like edward snowden would say like oh like there was a bunch of guys that would like intercept like nudes that people had sent yes. and then like call everybody over yep. to look at them and yep. it's like that's so fucked up yeah. like come on like yeah. it's just exactly to be like just to be not only to like intercept them obviously but then to be like hey boys come look at this yes. like it's just it's it's gross. <laughs> I'll actually read you a quote about that because I yeah. I meant to put it in my notes. Um. So yeah, he was saying uh that like he he started having doubts about the ethics of working for the fucking mm-hmm. NSA because there was all of these young people, men mostly, who were like eighteen, twenty two, who quote, were suddenly thrust into a position of extraordinary responsibility where they now have access to all your private records. In the course of their daily work, they stumble across something that is completely unrelated in any sort of necessary sense. For example, an intimate nude photo of someone in a sexually compromising situation. But they're extremely attractive. So what do they do? They turn around in their chair and they show a co-worker. And sooner or later, this person's whole life has been seen by all of these other people. 
Yeah, it's uh, pretty bad. Yep. Pretty not good. Yeah, and he said that he saw this happening at least once every two months. Yeah, it's... <sighs> yeah. I really, so, I do not like it. No, it's horrible. It so when we joke about icky. the NSA having your nudes, they really do. They really they probably really do. do. They really do. Um, couple other things, and then we'll get to where Ed is at today. Uh... So the NSA also had been tracking the online sexual activity of people that they called radicalizers, which Ooh. could really just be anybody. But I guess maybe it's like people that talked about being left wing yeah. or something. Um, and then they would use this information against them whenever these people mm-hmm. would try to, like, discredit the um, U.S. government. They would be like, well, you fucked this person. Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's just insane. Damn. Cool. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just insane. Yeah. Um, and then they also were doing big surveillance. Um, why can I not think of the word? Big surveillance uh, projects on UNICEF, Médecins du Monde, which is a French, like, they help out people with fucking healthcare. Oh, cool. Um, and then other, like, allies of mm. these, like, human yeah. charities. Because um, they're dangerous. Yeah, right? exactly. For sure. Right. So there you go. That's that's what the NSA yeah. spends their time on. I mean, I like that they're helping people with health care. Uh, I don't like that they're French. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I do Nobody agree. I do agree that, like, yeah, do the should we spy on the French? Uh, yeah, I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. But these guys sound okay <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> just kidding all the french listeners I'm joking. we love you we, love you. we want you <laughs> um so on june 23rd 2013 uh so edward was hanging out in hong kong hiding um he said that during this time in hong kong he pretty much never left his hotel room he said mm-hmm. it was maybe three times he left his hotel room crazy um and then uh june 23rd 2013 he flies to moscow um and it's to this day that's where he stays is in moscow and um he's kind of like settled a bit more now Mm -hmm. but there was a time when he was living in moscow that he was like he living in a hotel room he would like pad the walls to make sure that like nobody could hear him and then whenever he was on his laptop he would put a hood over his head and over the laptop so like if there was any kind of cameras they couldn't see him like typing in his passwords and shit and like like, where he was mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. crazy and he said he was like this might have been just my like maybe i was being paranoid but also not really but at the same time like you know i guess it's better to be paranoid and do weird things like that than mm-hmm. to not you know exactly exactly know. well and he literally worked for the the people mm-hmm. that were going to be coming after him so he knows every single way that they could come after him yeah exactly so it's like at, at that point i'd say take take as much precaution yeah. as you feel necessary my exactly guy. <laughs> exactly yeah uh, so yeah so he is in um in Moscow now. He has since married his girlfriend. Hooray. Congrats. Good. Um, and then in this article from... Where did I find it? What website is this? Oh, from Wired. <laughs> it said that, like, he's like, whenever people in Moscow recognize him, he'll put a finger to his lips and smile in, like, a <laughs> shh. Which shh. I don't really fucking think that's true. <laughs> but it sounds kind of funny if I it just, is. 
I don't know how many, like, I guess maybe when it first happened, but, like, I can, until, like, last week when you showed me a picture, I didn't know what fucking Edward Snowden looked like. Like, I knew his name, but, like. And especially if you're, like, I guess maybe, again, yeah, at that time, like, in Russia, it was, like, oh, we kind of know about this guy because he's, like, having asylum here, but, like. I don't know how often of yeah. an occurrence. Maybe it happened once or something, <laughs> yeah. and they were like, we're running with that for this forever. This is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For sure. But he's been granted, like, permanent residency in Russia. Cool. And um, that's yeah. where that's where he vibes that's now. where he vibes. That's where cool. Snowden be vibing. True. And hopefully uh, continues to be okay. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like at this point, it's he's probably chilling, but yeah. then again... As my story might uh, bring some light, there's some issues. Uh, There can be some issues that arise. Um, But before we do that, (gasps) you know what also brings issues to the surface? Capitalism. Yeah. Yes. Which is what we're doing now. (laughs) Even though there probably won't be an ad here, but we're going to take a little break. We're doing the capitalism part now. Mm -hmm. This is is the capitalism part. Uh, Forget everything we said. Yeah. Buy this product if there's a if product there is here. One. If not, pick your own product yes. to plug right now. Yes. Pause it. Be like Doritos. Taste the zestiness in every crunch, <laughs> and then start it again. <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do an ad plug yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Doritos. Doritos. <laughs> We're back. Um, we're we're back. talking about pickles mainly. True. Um, and yeah. how they're pretty all right. I'm not a fan myself, but I support yeah. those who are. Yeah. I understand that there's a large um, pickle connoisseur yeah. Oh, yeah. community out there. I'm a big fan of Manhattan style, personally. Mm. I think they're some of the best. And I don't know if that's just a... Because I've only bought them at Trader Joe's, so I don't know if it's like just a Trader Joe's thing. Mm. But whatever they, however they make those man, their Manhattan style picker pickles at Trader Joe's, like damn, they fuck. TJ's has like just the best everything. Most things, yeah. yeah. It's just again, it fucks. Yeah, fucks that's hard. That's all. That's all I can say about it. Yeah, Trader Joe's sponsor us, please. That <laughs> would be so amazing. I would love that. I can't remember if I told this story already on the podcast, but when I was in California, my aunt um did not know either didn't know that i was vegan or didn't know like what veganism is <laughs> and pretty much only had like meat and eggs to eat yeah so then the next day she was like well we gotta go to trader joe's to pick up these flowers and so phoebe can get some food that she can eat <laughs> and Truly. of course trader joe's delivered yeah i mean I had their samosa burrito have you Ooh, had that no do it's they, so good do they have those here I've i never don't know seen that. i don't know but I it was it so fucks, good though. it's literally just like a samosa but yeah. in a burrito damn hell yeah. yeah it was amazing i recently went to this mediterranean restaurant and they had a falafel burger oh and it was like instead of having like a burger patty it was just a patty of falafel fuck and then like dank condiments yeah and uh <laughs> it was good what <laughs> I, restaurant oh what the fuck was it called uh was it Spitz? no it was this like new one that's on ninth south mm. i think it's like 
Lasses. Oh, Laziz. Laziz, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, I wanted to check that out. Yeah, it's pretty good. I would suggest. Yeah. Yeah. Will do. Falafel fucks. Yes. Like Trader Joe's. Falafel fucks sauce. Yeah, for fucks. Yeah. For fucks. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, It has sexual intercourse on the regular. Oh, yeah, no. It fucks. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're talking about another good uh, big old name (laughs) in the espionage world. Um, July 3rd, 1971, Julian Assange Assange, Assange? Assange. Assange was born in Townsville, Queensland, Australia, Mm. which uh, Townsville is also the name in the Powerpuff Girls. (laughs) Is that what it is? (laughs) The city of Townsville. I'm pretty sure. I never really got into the Powerpuff Girls. uh, That fucks as well. Yeah. It's a good show. Anyway, yeah, he's a he's an he's an Aussie. He's an Aussie man. An Aussie. He moved around a lot as a young lad and actually had lived in over thirty Australian cities by the time he reached his mid-teen years. But eventually settled in Melbourne with his family. The capital. The capital. Which yeah. I know from my fake Australian personality. Yeah, <laughs> he's really good at an Australian accent and has convinced many a people. Yeah, that it's so fun. She's from there. It's so much fun. Clary. Clary. <laughs> Uh, it is alleged he may have had some involvement in the wank attack, W-A-N-K, <laughs> on NASA uh, around this time. <laughs> so he was the real deal when it came to hacking and computers. Yeah, he was uh, wanking. <laughs> he was wanking. Let me double check. I forgot to look up. Wank stands for something. I just didn't write it down. That's really... Uh, I love that. Oh, is it? So it was a computer worm that like got into NASA's system. Hmm. Um what did it stand for? Worms Against Nuclear Killers was like the wank. <laughs> what? So yeah, they uploaded like a virus or whatever, a computer worm, if you will, uh, <laughs> to NASA. And it's alleged that he may have had some involvement. Wow. It's not proven, but a Wild. couple. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, this is like, he's a, he's a kid at this point. Yeah. Like, he would have been, I don't know, 16 or 17. God damn. Uh, a couple years later, he was actually arrested in 1999 uh, and ch- charged in... Oh, wait. I skipped a whole fucking part. In 1987, my apologies, at the ripe age of 16, Assange began hacking. So this is before the, mm-hmm. the wank mm-hmm. attack on NASA. <laughs> <laughs> he and some other dope, cool hacker guys uh, formed a group by the name of the International Subversives. Okay. Assange went under the pseudonym mendax or medax and would hack with some fellows named who went by the names tracks and prime suspect wow wow (laughs) real 80s fucking names yeah that's so sick this is like a movie i know exactly i bet they all had like cool haircuts and wore dark glasses oh i'm absolutely sure (laughs) they had some dope haircuts anyway um a couple years later, he was actually arrested in 1991 and charged in 1994 with 31 counts of hacking and related crimes for attempting to hack the master terminal of the Canadian telecommunications company Nortel. Okay. So he did get busted. The authorities realized they could use Assange's abilities, and in 1993, he was actually helping the Victorian police catch distributors of child pornography. Whoa. Um, I, which I think is like... It's always funny when, like, you're so good at something that the police are like, we need to 
fucking get yeah. this guy on our side yeah. you know like this this guy knows what he's fucking doing <laughs> so like yeah he was he was helping out with that which is pretty cool that is pretty, pretty cool pretty dope thing that he's doing yeah um moving into 2006 assange with others would establish the website we've all come to know and love uh called wikileaks woo woo and Assange would describe himself as the editor-in-chief as a cheeky joke at American <laughs> politics. <laughs> um, the organization would publish such things as revelations of drone strikes in Yemen, mm-hmm. corruption across the Arab world, and the Petrograde oil scandal in Peru. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't didn't look into any of those. Those are just some other things that they did. Kind of leading up to uh, what they're going to do. Everything was given to the website uh, editors and hosters from anonymous sources. Mm-hmm. Uh, this comes back later, so keep this in mind. Everything is anonymous when people submit their, you know, sort their leaks to this, you know, this website. Word. All of these leaks helped WikiLeaks gain some notoriety with people around the world looking into what fucked up things governments were getting up to. <laughs> However. It wasn't until WikiLeaks started to post about some of the Iraq war fuckery that they made a big name for themselves in the U.S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one of the most prominent leaks to come out on WikiLeaks was a video of a group of U.S. soldiers in Iraq firing down from a helicopter. In the video, we can hear communications between the, soldier, the soldiers, and it is pretty gross. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to show you... a. Excerpt of that video oh, right now. Oh, this is the video. Okay. Mm-hmm. Taylor was telling me before we were on air that he was going to show me a video that will enrage mm-hmm. me. So, so I'm nervous. Do a, little, <laughs> do a little description here for the, the okay. audience, but we'll do. push play whenever you're ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can hold up to the mic as yeah. you want to. Uh, so, yeah, it's out of a helicopter. They're talking about, they're like locating targets yeah Uh Shooting, more bombing. Mm-hmm. Hey, you shoot, I'll talk. It gets worse. And it's just like everything is like destroyed. Like there's yeah. like nothing. Oh yeah, look at those dead bastards, he mm-hmm. says. Nice. And then they say nice. <laughs> so the video kind of goes on like that. Um, it's very much, It's I heard it described as like they're playing a video game. Yeah, that's exactly. Very much what it sounds like mm-hmm. is like Call of Duty dialogue, you know? Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, I got one guy crawling right here. Exactly, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and again, just them being like, oh, those bastards. Yeah. And like, yeah. Nice, he mm-hmm. says. Um, so the name of that video is called Collateral Murder. 
kind mm-hmm. of what it was dubbed on the internet. And it show, shows the soldiers killing 18 civilians from a helicopter mm-hmm. um, and talking about it like it's a video game. Mm-hmm. And it was said that Assange had worked for a week to attempt to bypass the encryption put on the footage by the U.S. military. Wow. But So that was one of the the uh, big clips that came out, mm-hmm. just kind of showing, again, the... Uh, the depravity of war, I yeah, suppose. Um, yeah. But also, again, how it's n- not only how lenient they are talking about murdering people, yep. but, um, you know, again, it turned out that there was 18 civilians that were killed yeah. and, you know, it was just kind of laid out there for people to see. Yeah. Also, like, whenever they said they were shooting, I want you to know that, like, the explosion that came from the shooting was, like, bomb style explode like they're not mm-hmm. just like shooting a gun they're shooting like a bomb down yeah they're in a helicopter so they have the big old guns on there like mm-hmm. it's not yeah they're they're wiping the floor with, yeah. with those yeah um so in october of that same year iraq war logs were also leaked uh, onto the site which contained 391,832 army field reports from the iraq war these uh, are still available to view, um, and they contain kind of the typical military fuckery mm-hmm. that one would expect. Uh, but, you know, it's, again, just a lot of it kind of just goes to show how, how the military was treating people in yeah. this, you know, in this conflict. Um, one of the more interesting findings was the Guantanamo Bay files, which were leaked on April 24th, 2011. Uh, 779 secret documents were published relating to the detainees in Guantanamo Bay. You may recall my cohort Phoebe talking about (laughs) Guantanamo Bay last episode Mm -hmm, and how mm -hmm. grueling a place it turned out to be. It was basically turned into like a torture island. Yeah. Um, The report showed that over 150 Afghans and Pakistanis were being held prisoner for years without any charges. So kind of what you were talking about, how, like, there was no s- sentences. They yeah. kind of just kept you there. Yeah. And they didn't even have official charges on a lot of people. Oh it was just, like, uh, normal people that, like, the United States was like, you're yeah. suspicious. You're so. Middle Eastern, so exactly. go to this torture prison. You're going to the torture island. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, pretty pretty cool stuff. Uh, yeah. Very good old U.S. Tight government. shit that the U.S. is doing. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so if it sounds like it's a war crime, that's because it super is. <laughs> should if, if it's not like an official one, it should be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the oldest person being held was 89 years old, Jesus. and the youngest was 14. Jesus! <laughs> Both were reported to suffer from fragile mental and physical conditions. Because, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah. You have a 14-year-old and an 89-year-old man. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's... <sighs> And, like, you're not even allowed to put a 14-year-old kid in jail. Like, exactly. Like, I guess they would go to juvie, which is, like, kind of the same shit. But, like, but you're telling me you're allowed mm-hmm. to imprison them at fucking Torture Island? Torture Island? <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, like, uh, yeah. Why even have those kind of, like, why even have, like, minor mm-hmm. charge laws in place then? Oh, because, you know, it only applies if you're white. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> um. Cablegate was another controversial leak. Sunday, November 28, 2010, WikiLeaks began to release classified cables sent between U.S. government officials. Again, kind of all the same stuff, like fuckery with the Iraq war and different Mm -hmm. things. Um, The 251,287 cables consisted of... It's a big old number, so I got to make sure I read it right. (laughs) 
um, 200 and so yeah, 261. Oh, fuck. I'm trying to think of how 261,276,536 words. Jesus. Making it the largest leak of classified information at the time. Woof. <laughs> so this was huge. It yeah. was a lot of classified info that was leaked. Um, Chelsea Manning was a former United States soldier that was behind leaking this information out to WikiLeaks. She uh, was convicted of the crime for leaking these and mm-hmm. violating the Espionage Act of 1917. Mm-hmm. She was released on May 17th, 2017, after seven years of confinement. Jeez. So at least she's out. But yeah. Same act that was used to uh, book Edward Snowden. Exactly. Yeah. All that espionage. Yeah. Really nice, loose term you can just kind of... Exactly. You're like, oh, you did something we don't like? Espionage. Espionage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, March 24th, 2008, WikiLeaks... Uh, oh, um, we're getting into some of the other th- materials that wi- that were leaked by WikiLeaks. Um, this one I thought you would really enjoy. Amazing. So March 24th, 2008, so going back in time a little bit, WikiLeaks released what is known as the the collected secret bibles of scientology Ooh, <laughs> i do like that yeah it was basically a bunch of scientology texts uh that were leaked out describing just some of like the weird insanity of their religion um that's where you get to the like space wars or whatever yeah like all the weird <laughs> shit um i didn't even look up exact because it was a bunch of stuff that was leaked there so mm-hmm. just again kind of general insane but the Religious Technology Center of Scientology, which is their, like, media outlet kind of place that they've established, mm-hmm. uh, asked WikiLeaks to take down the texts. Of course. And responding to the, you know, attempted censorship, WikiLeaks uh, released several thousand other Scientology materials <laughs> the next week. Oh, that's so base. <laughs> They're just, it's so funny because they just troll everybody so yeah. hard. And it's I love hilarious. It. Um, yeah, so they've dumped all this Scientology stuff out. Um, November 25th, 2009, 570,000 pager messages from victims of the 9-11 attacks were leaked out on WikiLeaks. Mm. Um, Chelsea Manning stated that these were obtained by the NSA. Hmm. So they have all of these, like, you know, right before, right after, during, yeah. like, all these pager messages uh, from victims of, you know, the 9-11 attacks. So that was another thing that they leaked out. Uh-huh. I don't know the relevancy of that too much, but again, yeah. it's just another thing that they were able to get their hands on. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weird that the NSA had those. Yeah. You know? I don't know. But uh, June 22nd, 2018, personal details and info on ICE employees were leaked mm-hmm. onto the website with the stated goal of understanding and holding them accountable. Mm-hmm. So there was a big ICE leak that happened there mm-hmm. too. Um, so yeah, I mean, thus far, pretty based. Mm-hmm. Pretty based stuff. <laughs> um so yeah sick obviously once all of this stuff started coming out is kind of the same as like the snowden situation Uh like the uh officials were pretty upset by all of this yeah um after wikileaks released the manning files or the ones that she provided authorities began to investigate wikileaks and assange specifically they wanted to get him under the espionage act of 1917 as well Mm -hmm. august of 2011 uh sigurder Thor, Thor Darson, I believe is his name, All right. uh, became a fucking narc and <laughs> sent the FBI. Well, fuck that guy. I don't care yeah. about your stupid name. Yeah, dumb name. And sent the FBI a copy of Assange's passport. Uh, 
He would be the first of multiple WikiLeak editors to turn on Assange. Ah. Yeah. And, like, you know, in the aid to help. And I don't know exactly why. Didn't really, like, give, like, yeah. his motive behind it. Maybe, like, as a um, don't get me in trouble. Yeah, kind that's of kind of a thing. The FBI later dismissed Thor, Thor Darson from their services after he pleaded guilty in an Icelandic court for embezzling $50,000. So not a, not the most trustworthy fellow, I suppose. Um, then December of 2011, Chelsea Manning's trial during Chelsea Manning's trial, they attempted to get her to tie WikiLeaks to her hacking of the documents, Mm -hmm. uh, which both her and Assange denied. So they were basically saying like, Oh, you were working with Assange to do this. Mm. And she was like, nah, and Assange was like, nah, wasn't th- wasn't like that. Uh, conversations were found on her computer between her and an unknown person in regards to the leaks, uh, who authorities speculate was Assange, but mm-hmm. no evidence has been found to confirm this theory. Assange stressed that all of the sources for WikiLeaks, as we stated before, were anonymous. Right. So he had no way of knowing who submitted what. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manning also confirmed that she was working alone to leak the documents. I don't know that it matters too yeah. much because I think that the documents should have come out either way. Right. But uh, but in like the court sense, it does matter because if it was something that was submitted to Assange and he was acting like a journalist, mm-hmm. they can't really get him on that. Whereas if he was conspiring with uh, Chelsea Manning, right. then they could they could like put him in jail. Right. Right. Um. In 2013, U.S. officials said that it would be very difficult to indict Assange because of, you know, because if they indicted him, other news outlets that also reported on the documents mm-hmm. would then also have to be held accountable. The Obama administration could not prove that Assange was acting in any other way but a journalist. Mm-hmm. So they were like, damn, this guy kind of based, kind of mm-hmm. kind of just doing his job, mm-hmm. you know. So they were they were like, ah, shit. Um and this was in 2013, the Trump administration, on the other hand, started to attempt to press formal charges against Assange yep. before the statute of limitations would run its course. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was saying, be careful, Edward Snowden, because yeah. Yeah. at any moment they could be like, oh, actually, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could wait till the statute of limitations expire on whatever you did. But mm-hmm. but again, this happened in 2013 uh, is when... Or that was when uh, the Obama administration was like, oh, we can't really do anything mm-hmm. from these leaks in 2011. Um, it actually, uh, Assange was kind of like on the run for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, he was He's actually been held in a UK prison since 2019 mm-hmm. after hiding at the Ecuadorian embassy to avoid being extradited to Sweden on a rape allegation. Hmm. So he did, there was an allegation against him in Sweden for the raping of a young woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sweden has since dropped the investigation um, into Assange for the sexual misconduct. Mm -hmm. But he was arrested and then has been in this UK prison. And kind of the holdup was like the UK didn't know where to send him because the US wanted him for espionage (laughs) and Sweden wanted him for this uh, rape case that was going on. Mm -hmm. So they were like, what do we do? (laughs) And then... Sweden dropped the uh, dropped the charges on him there. And then in December of 2021, the U.S. was able to get London to agree to extradite Assange to the U.S. Mm-hmm. But, however, in January of 2022, 
so pretty recently, yeah. uh, Assange was given the right to fight back against the decision to extradite him. So it's still kind of up in the air right now yeah. whether he is going to be extradited to the U.S. and held trial. Um, I didn't find out what the statute of limitations on uh, espionage is. I guess I could look it up really quick. Mm-hmm. But, Give it a look-see. But I wonder how long they have to do that before it's like they're, they're fucked, you know? Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm sure that within this last, like, f- well, within, like, the a couple of months from, like, 2021 um, and then the beginning of this year, y'all have probably been seeing hashtag free Assange. Yeah, exactly. And this is what that is. That's what it's all about. Excuse me. Section 19 of the International Security Act of 1950, 64 stat 1005, provides a 10-year limitation period for prosecutions under the espionage statutes. So All 10 right. years. So I guess it really depends because, you know, those are the main ones that the U.S. wants him for. But mm-hmm. again, like, I guess you could kind of get him on a lot of things that WikiLeaks was dropping. True. Even up, again, kind of up to today because that yeah. ICE one was from 2018. Right, so right. They're still getting I feel like I dropped. remember hearing about that too yeah. in that time. Yeah, they're still getting things that are dropped. And, and that's like, and that's kind of the whole like issue that like, or the whole conversation around it is like, should Assange be held as like an, you know, a spy or espionage yeah. or should he be held as a journalist who is right. just reporting on something? Cause yeah, it's not, he wasn't like yeah getting this info. And I mean, arguably, I don't think that Chelsea Manning did anything wrong either, no. but like, I think she just leaked information that was sus and <laughs> needed to be leaked you <laughs> exactly. know exactly and but like i guess so you know if we're if we're putting on like our government hats mm-hmm. here and being like oh what's the law say like yeah, yeah. she was obviously they were able to convict her because she did leak the information yeah. whereas again assange that's been the whole debate is like do we charge him do we not like yeah. what is the dish what is the deal with him true so that's kind of the the down low on yeah. on our boy J.S. J.S. <laughs> Ed Snow and J.S. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Snow and J.S. The heroes of our time. I think that they're based. I do Agreed. think it's a little sus, the whole sexual assault allegation yeah, against Assange. I'm curious what is like the details of that. Yeah. But. I didn't get too much into that just yeah. because the Swedish government dropped it. So yeah, yeah. they're not even investigating it any longer. Right. But um but yeah, that part was a little sus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, as far as like his work with WikiLeaks, I think yeah, we love it. We love it. Yeah, um, I named my the title of my Google Doc was Edward Snowden. Why don't you start making it Snowden on some bitches? <laughs> Damn! Damn! Yeah, and that's like this is a gnarly thing. Is like I don't know. I feel like, you know, for a country that, like, talks about how we love our freedom yeah. and we love our, like, we love our freedom and we love, like, oh, like, it's a land of opportunity and all this shit. And mm-hmm. then it's, like, the government freaks out this bad when you leak documents, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, why? What are you hiding, government, you know? Exactly. And, you know, I, I know, like, the, again, the, like political answer is, like, oh, it's, you know, for s- national security mm-hmm. because we don't want other countries or nations knowing what we're doing or whatever but it's also like but you seem to really over like 
Edward Snowden lives in Russia because, like, he can't live in the United States <laughs> exactly. anymore. Exactly. Like, for leaking what you were doing. Yes. Like, and he literally was like, they might kill me. They, there's so, a good chance they'll murder me. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's crazy. No, it is. Yeah. Um, And it's like, yeah, again, where it's like the United States says, like, oh, it's the land of freedom. Where fucking Snowden is leaking shit saying, here's where they're not giving you freedom. Like... And the U.S. is like, no, 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 don't tell them about that yeah. part. Just tell them the part where they can say they don't like the president out loud. Exactly, like, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. Don't you, worry about constant surveillance. You're free to do whatever we want you to do. Exactly. And we're going to surveil you. Sur- we're going to survey you so that uh, mm-hmm. you're always doing what we want you to do. Yeah. Every single NSA employee before they go on a date is going to fucking, like, look, look up, up every single piece yeah. of information. <laughs> It's, yeah, it just is, it's gross, it's weird, I don't know, and it's like, I guess just like the level of uh, unprivacy that people, like, in privacy that we have, because, you know, like, there's obviously things that we, like, post online that, like, we're like, oh, I don't care who sees this, whatever, but... But again, like, those private text messages... Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Uh, You know, private photos you send to somebody doesn't exist. Does not exist. Like, Like, yeah, all of, all of, like, the idea of privacy that we have is truly just a facade. Like, like, the only... When mm -hmm. I'm talking about Daniel, who does work in cybersecurity, like, truly the only cybersecurity that we have is, like, from hackers. Like... Yeah. I don't want to tell too much about what he does, but there's a financial institution involved. And so it's like making it so that those hackers aren't like getting into your financial stuff. But it's not from like the NSA can look at that, though, you know, because they're the government. You're not cyber secure from the fucking government. Well, and I think and it goes the other way, too, where it's like the government is going to feed you what they want you to know about them, you know, like, Mm -hmm. which is like, again, in Assange's case here, like. He dropped the info that they don't want you to know about the government or yeah. what was going on in the Iraq war. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's it's like this weird, like, again, I it's just how governments work. But they're like, we want to know everything about you. But here's the little bits of propaganda yes. you can know about us. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And it's very, like, Big Brother-esque. I don't know. It is. Very it 1984. Is. Yeah. I mean, that's our reality. <laughs> True. I mean, that that uh, book's about communism, though. It so. is 100% about communism. I learned that from Ben Shapiro. So. <laughs> <laughs> and any ties that you see to uh, actual people or events is simply purely coincidence. Yeah, no. It's, yeah, it's nothing to do with uh, late-stage capitalism. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Uh, beautiful, gorgeous. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's it. That was great. How uh, how do you feel? I feel um watched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At all times. I know. I'm like covering up my webcam. I know. Like, I need to Ooh. start doing that. Actually. I mean, I just like close them. I don't like do anything. Yeah. On them, you know, per yeah. se. But. But like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Also, your phone, even if turned off, can be turned into a microphone for the NSA at any time. That is a true fact. That is super fun that they can do that. I know. I love that. <laughs> Very neat. So if uh, what we're saying is if we disappear, yeah, just know that uh, we're not suicidal. Um, mm-hmm. We aren't going to take a long vacation mm-hmm. anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, you should be worried if yes. we <laughs> yes. not drop an episode yeah. next week. <laughs> Unless we post on the Instagram that somebody, like, can't do it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. like, some Taylor's sick or, you know, whatever, if we just don't post an episode with no explanation, 
run start the search <laughs> start run the search. run as fast as you can <laughs> oh yeah good stuff well anyway hopefully we'll talk to y'all next week <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens our time our time may be up but we'll stay at it as long as possible absolutely <laughs> anyway oh. well uh let's do a little little pluginator let's plug it up plug it in plug, plug it in, in. Mikowski. um taylor where can I tweet at us. Oh, you can tweet at us at RemarksPod on Twitter.com. Incredible. Uh, very grateful to our overlord, uh, Elon Musk, for <laughs> granting us the ability to tweet. Thank you, um, sir. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Elon. Um, he has, like, an evil villain name, too. It's dumb. Oh, it's so evil. Yeah, it's Elon like, Musk. That sounds, like, like, so fucking made up. Like, that exactly. is that would be in, like, the Powerpuff Girls. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's, like... It's a fucking simulation, you know? Absolutely, it is. <laughs> um, and then you can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Please do. And um, I have a YouTube channel called The Lefty Agenda, if you want to check it out. You should. Yeah. doing. Uh, might be dropping a new video somewhat soon oh, on fuck. the concept of populism. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of what that even means. Yeah, I don't know really anything like, about it. I feel like it's a term you hear a lot, mm-hmm. and nobody really knows what it means. Yeah, you know? it's so true. That's what I'm well, about it's doing. helpful information, folks. So yeah, give it a listen. Yeah. Give it a watch. And uh, Phoebe, where could I look at some beautiful, lovely pictures? You can look at some beautiful, amazing pictures on our Instagram, which is at Remarks Podcast. You can watch a few little TikToks on our TikTok, which is at Remarks Podcast as well. And you can subscribe to our page. page. Um, get some delicious bonus episodes get some ad free apps mm. get some access to stickers yeah some stickies stickies sticky boys and we do still have them if y'all want them it's one dollar it's one dollar or subscribe or. to the patreon and you get two for mm-hmm. i guess two for five but you get yeah. all the other stuff but you get too. bonus episodes and shit like that. yeah get. so it's all it, it all evens out there you go yeah. Uh, huge thank you and you get your name announced at the end of every yeah. episode get a little ego boost for yourself exactly exactly huge thank you to uh, Tere Soltero yes um, huge thank you to Andrew Vass mm-hmm. and Emily Doran and Justin Vass y'all are amazing we, we love, love you. you yeah <sighs> um, I want to do a fun game with the patrons at some point where yes. like they comment uh, like a word Mm-hmm. Or something, and then we have to try to put the word, like, fit the word into the episode. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yes, let's do that. All right, all right. So yes. if you want to suggest a word, yeah, become a patron. You can even do it for a month, and yeah. then comment a word under the episode. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll uh, work it work in it into somehow. the next episode. Yeah, just like something really obscene and crazy. yeah, or something wild, you know, yeah, something quirky. I'm not. We won't say any slurs, but yeah, uh, absolutely. But, you know, anything funny, we will we'll yes. probably do it. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Yes. And K-Love-You-Bye. Yeah. yeah.